0: Through Sunday school today and the different testimonies throughout the day, and just even tonight when Brother Bo opened up in Scripture and Brother Kerry giving his testimony, God just drilled this in my heart. I don't know if the title of the message will be politically correct or not, but I know this. I'm going to what God told me to say. So uh, just, just pray for us when you find your place. Luke 17, stand for the reading of God's Word. found your place, say amen. I really believe, I mean, this is Sunday night, but it doesn't matter where two or three are gathered. my name. He said he'd be in the midst, and right. I, I, I want to worship tonight, amen. amen. If the Lord lets us get up in the morning, we're going to go back to school. We're going to go back to work, and we're going to face the devil. In here, you can find rest. Uh, you can find help. You can find encouragement from each other, and uh, we need it tonight, amen. And most of all, I just want to worship, amen. I want to worship, but uh, here in verse 11, and said it came to pass as he, talking about Jesus, went to Jerusalem, and he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Now that's very, very important, because Samaria was Jews that were intermissions with Gentiles, and they were uh, considered not Jews, so they were outcasts. Then you got Galilee, which was the Jews, and they were strict, and they would have no dealings with the Samarians. Notice that. I want you to see that. And he said, he, talking about Jesus, verse 12, he entered into a certain village. I'm glad he'd come by a certain way my time, didn't you? Yes. Ain't you glad he came your way? Yes. And he said there that he met ten men that were, were leopards, which stood afar off. They were outcasts, the misfits. Nobody could be around them, but their economic status didn't matter because they all had leprosy. Oh, I'm so thankful tonight. I'm glad it's level at the cross. Hallelujah. It don't matter who you are, where you're from. I, I don't know what your bank account is. I don't know what your education is But I know this, you need Jesus. Yes. All have sinned to come short of the glory of God. None righteous know not one. Notice verse 13. It said they lifted up their voices. They were all one accord. Before they got lipstick, they probably wouldn't speak to one another. Probably wouldn't have no dealings with one another. Huh? Right. And maybe that might be the case tonight. Before you became a child of God, you may not have spoke to me. You may have had no dealings with me. But by the grace of God, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Hallelujah, that's our common denominator tonight. It's the blood of Jesus. My goodness, my goodness. Hallelujah. Verse 13, and they lifted up their voices. Glad I lifted up my voice one day at you and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us or compassion. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show thyself unto the priest. And it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. Yeah, yeah. Turned back. Yeah. You ought to mark that. Yes. He turned back. And with a loud voice, yeah. maybe you're going to find out tonight why I worship the way I do. Yeah. Why pastor gets happy. Why well, Alex gives a whippy every once in a while. Why well, Sister uh, Frieda gets up and says, I can say something for my Lord. With a loud voice, he glorified or magnified God. Hallelujah. It's not an emotionalism. We know where we've been. We know who we are. And we know where we're going. Amen. But he said he fell down. He worshiped. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving his thanks for he was a Samaritan. Amen? Where was those Jews at? They went on their way. They got what they wanted. Yeah. Verse 17, And Jesus answered, said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found to return to give God the glory, save this stranger or this alien. He, he didn't have the promises of Israel. He was an outcast. You know that in Ephesians? It tells us that. We're strangers and pilgrims to the promises of God, but now the blood of Jesus has made us nigh to the promises of God. And the middle wall perditions broke down. I think you've testified a little bit about that, Chris. I believe you preached to us a little bit about that. Amen. But notice this. And he said unto him, verse 19, Arise, arise, arise. He said, get up different. Get up different. Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee Oh, Let us pray. Fathers, we come to you right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, I ask you to help us, Father, that we may preach your word and power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Illuminate our mind, God, that whatever's said and done, it bring honor and glory to you, Son. If it be one lost, I pray you'd save, Lord. One discouraged, I pray you encourage. Whatever the need may be, Father, I pray you'll be magnified on high, and we'll give you all the honor, all the glory. For we ask this in Christ's name we pray. Amen, amen. You can be seated if you can. Amen. But notice I'm going to read verse 15 and I preach what the Lord's laid upon my heart. And you pray for us, honestly. I, I ask you to pray. Don't quench quit, don't quit the Spirit of God. I promise. Pray, pray. I feel like God wants somebody to help. He really does. He wants, to, he wants you to get out of your shell. There might be some here tonight that's never ever testified about the goodness of God in their life. Maybe you've never given your testimony and God's telling you tonight, tonight's going to be your night. You're going to say, I'm glad I'm saved. If that's all you give. Uh, amen. But notice here in verse 15 what it says. It said, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, Turn back. Amen. And if the Lord will help me, I'd like to preach on this simple thought. Sometimes you need to go look back, but don't stay there, Jack. That's right. Amen. Sometimes you need to go look back, but you don't need to stay there, Jack. And what I'm talking about, notice what happened. Notice what happened. He said, and when he saw that he was healed, Uh for the first moment in his life, he looked and he saw, look. My goodness, I feel the Holy Ghost. I don't have leprosy anymore. Oh, I'm free, I'm set free. Uh, oh, I'm than what Mr. Clean could do for me. Oh, my goodness, and you think about it. Uh, you know, have these white little spores up on him, and, and maybe the rotting of the fingers and the face, and uh, just a dying man walking and had no hope, and he looked down and he saw who he was and what he was, and he seen that a man called Jesus uh, was about to pass by, and I, I think sometimes that we need to go back and remember uh, what we was and where we came from. Uh, Apostle Paul never forgot Damascus Road. Uh, He always went back to Damascus Road, but he didn't stay there. He was thankful for what God did for him and how he delivered him and how he transformed him. And and, and tonight, uh, if God will help me, I want to encourage you uh, uh, not to go stay there, but to look back, sometimes we forget it. I know I've been saved 25 years, 26 years, and sometimes you just go in this routine of Christianity and you go to church and you do the real, real rituals and do the things that you do, and sometimes we forget. Oh, what did it felt like uh, when you saw yourself the very first time? Oh, a sinner condemned. uh, Oh, they were outcasts. They were misfits. uh, They had no hope. They were ritual or ceremonially unclean. They were all quarantined to this area, this certain village. Even had to wear a mask or a veil and on the outside of their body would have to say unclean, unclean. Oh, Sister Frieda, there was a time when I couldn't come to the church house. Uh, oh, I felt unclean. Uh, I wasn't worthy to sit in these pews. Uh, or I felt like I wasn't worthy. Oh, uh, can I give you all something? Here, here comes Brother West. Uh, Brother West shared us this morning in Sunday school, but I want you to see this. First uh, Corinthians chapter six. Oh, give me confirmation for tonight's message. But look. Look at verse 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know ye not? That the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, but be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idlers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. You know what that is? That's homosexuals. Yeah. No, that's gonna raise some eyes, brows with the with the today's society and the level we're living. And nor abusers of themselves with mankind, another term for the homosexual. Calling out their sin. And yeah. if we look back in our life, not just them, the adulterers, the fornicators, right. verse 10 nor the thieves, nor covenants, nor drunkards, nor revilers, or extorters, or those shall inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. Oh, no, what are we going to do? Unclean. Yeah. Unclean. Yeah. I'm not here to beat you over the head. I'm going to tell you about the grace of God. Yeah. I'm here to point a yeah. finger. Yeah. Every one of us is somewhere on that list, yeah. huh? But we put our suit on, we put our dress on, we try to look good, we try to smell good. But sometimes you need to go back and realize what you was. how just a sinner, can die, yeah. condemned to die and go to hell, huh? Huh? But a man called Jesus passed by our way, and look here in verse 11, he said, "But such." Thank you, Brother West. Uh, But such were some of you. Oh, now, can I see that? I can see why you got to shout. I'm not out here. I'm not glorifying in drunkenness, reviling, rebels. I'm not, I'm not. I'm saying God, the grace of God can transform you. The grace of God can change you. He preached on it this morning. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things pass away, and behold, all things become I think it's it's kind of sad, and and Lord God, we don't want you to creep in here, but we're living in a day and hour of the apostasy church. They look good, they sound good, but they're dead. He said they have a form of godliness, but they've denied the power thereof. From such, turn away. If the Holy Ghost and the Word of God can't back it up, stay away from it. Because it's sad. And I might make some of you mad, but I seen a video this week and I shared it with pastor, told him about after service. And some of you may listen to the music. It's the Bethel music and different contemporary music. And they were at the church and there was this lady who was going to be baptized. And the gentleman had a microphone and said, Sis, Why are you coming to be baptized? And this is her very words. I can pull it up and show it to you. She said, because God has called me to be a warrior for the animal kingdom. And I'm gonna raise up a mighty army of angels and we're gonna take care of that kingdom. And he said, well, let's give her a hand. Nothing about salvation. Nothing about the blood of Jesus. Good works. And you'd say, preacher, Y'all don't talk about it, that's awful. You're not saved by your good works. You're saved by grace through faith, not of yourself. It's the gift of God, lest any man should boast. It's the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus. And he says there in verse 11, that were some of you, but ye are what? You washed. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, one, we've been washed. Two, you've been sanctified. What's that mean? I've been set apart. We're different, we don't act the same way anymore. We've been changed. Oh, I'm not saying you can't come through the glory of God. I ain't saying you can't mess up. I ain't saying that you can't fail God and make mistakes. We all have, we all come through the glory of God. But if the Holy Ghost is inside of you, he's gonna chastise you, he's gonna correct you, and he's gonna put you on the right path. That's right, that's right. Huh, he ain't never let me get by with nothing, Jason. Brother May Jackson always said this behind the pulpit, he always said, if God lets you get by with sin, he said, I'll close the book and I'll throw her away. He ain't gonna let you get by with, can I say that again, I feel a chill on that. He ain't gonna let you get by. But you've been sanctified where I was unclean. Didn't feel a part of it, and I wasn't a part of it. When I got the blood of Jesus applied to my heart and my life, I went from unclean to yeah. sanctified. Yeah. Oh! Not only have I been sanctified, I got washed, so now I'm identified. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Thank God, and I'm waiting on to be glorified. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Looking for a city who's better maker as God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who said this was Sunday night? Yeah. Uh, you tell them old waging ones and soft ones that won't come back on Sunday night, I'll take you a blessing. That's right. Huh? But he said there, you are sanctified. Oh my I don't know if I can read the rest. Of it. I, where's that little girl? She needs to run for me. Huh? Uh, uh, you've been washed. You've been sanctified, set apart. And look at this. Oh, thank God. What you used to be oh what you he's you, talking about that when your brother Carrie he's thankful yeah. for what you used to be I'm glad it's behind me yeah. in my past yeah. every once in a while I need to look back and say thank you Lord yeah. <laughs> thank you Lord yeah. Uh, yeah. he said but ye are justified yeah. Just, you say what are you talking about preacher <laughs> oh that means when I look down I see as though I never had those sins <laughs> Oh, you're clean. You're set free. Oh, you're justified as though you never sinned. Oh, you're you You're able to be used by the Master and for the Kingdom of God. Uh, can I share you a good story I heard? Uh, Brother uh, Vaughn uh, Bachman, I believe he is. He's a Calvinist, and I don't agree with the Calvinist, but I like the story he told. It's kind of like eating the chicken and throw the bone away. Amen on that. Uh, he's got a sermon on brokenness. If you ever get a chance, to listen to it. It's a wonderful sermon. And he tells a story about how he had to go back to South L.A. where he grew up in, in the gangs, in a hard community that he lived in. And he had to go back and bury his father. At the age of 55 years old, his father died to a cocaine addiction. He said I had to go back and do that funeral. And after the funeral, I realized all the people that I used to run with, most of them are not here no more. They're gone out you eternity. You know what he said he had to do? He said, I had to get alone. I had to get by myself. He said, I had to get on my face before God. And thank you for what He's done for me. Because what I could have been, what I should have been, oh, He set Him free. And He said, You can't have my sin. My sin reminds me of who I am and what I am. And thank God, I ain't what I ought to be. But glory, hallelujah, I'm going to be what He had me to be. Uh, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I think sometimes we don't realize sin costs us all. I don't care if you're a good moral person, you're still a sinner. We always want to point the finger. We're kind of like the Pharisees sometimes sitting in church. Huh? They came and said they come every fast three times a, a, a day. I pay my tithes, I do all these good works and he looked over to the Samaritan. I'm better than this guy. Luke 18, read it for yourself. But the public and the tax collector said, Lord, be merciful to me a sinner. And he smote his chest or his breast. Huh? None of us are going to make it outside of Jesus. <laughs> Not a one of us. But he said you've been justified, verse 11, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And by what? Here's the trinity. You got Jesus by his spirit, capital S. That's the Holy Ghost. Huh? Oh, that's what makes us clear. The spirit of truth, the comforter, and our God, the heavenly Father. Of what you used to be what you used to be and let me go on let me notice this verse 18 he says flee fornication every sin that man doeth without the body he committeth fornication sins against his own body verse 19 what question mark know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you and if you have are of God and ye are not your own no more I don't belong to myself I don't belong to myself. David was capable of sinning. You're capable of sinning. I'm capable of sinning. But if you've been saved, the chastening hand of God will come. You read Psalms 51. He couldn't get by with it. You read it a year later. He got a knock at the door. I had no idea why I would say this, but he got a knock at the door. And Nathan told him, thou art the man. And God took his firstborn. And he said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me, Remember me. Wash me with thy hyssop. Make me. Wa- he said, My bones break within me. The guilt. There's a payday for sin. But there is also a remedy. And the only thing that kept God without killing David is because he repented and he was sorrowful. Huh? Huh? I'm not here to beat you over the head. I want you to enjoy your Christian life, I want you to enjoy being a Christian. So many people are stuck in religion and they hate church. Yeah. I hate church too. Uh, does that shock you, Alex? I would say that. <laughs> huh? I got some goose eyes there on you, buddy. <laughs> what the preacher says? He hates church. Yes. I hate rituals. Right. Because where we're the none right. They physically got what they needed, but spiritually they didn't get what they needed. How many people that you know in your life that'll call the preacher... Call the Christian that's a prayer warrior in their church or in their family. First phone call, man, I'm going through such and such. Man, I'm going through such and such. Will you pray? Will you seek God's face? And they get what God says, all right, by your friend, your family, your pastor, your minister, your person you believe has got faith enough to believe God's able to answer, they'll get that prayer warrior on the, on the line. He'll do Jeremiah 33. He'll call up God and say, he'll answer you and show you great and mighty things they will not know stuff. to. Next thing you know, the prayers are answered. But where are they? Where are they? They're gone. They got the physical, but they didn't get the spiritual. I don't know how many times I've been in hospitals. People be on their deathbed and they start playing spiritual to make a deal. God, if you'll do this for me, I promise you I'll be in church next Sunday. Lord, I'll live for you. I'll do whatever you have me do. And some people, it does take that and some people do come and they get honest, and they get right with God and they start being faithful. But majority of them don't. It ain't here's, let's make a deal. It's here's the deal. It's God's way or no way. Uh, Am I still preaching? Are you still here with me? Uh, uh, Luke 17, go back. I want you to see this. Not only when he saw Luke 17, he saw himself that he was healed. He turned back with a loud voice and he glorified God. You know, I've talked about the past and what we used to be. But in 2 Peter chapter 1, I want you to see this. God wants you to be a new creature in Christ. He wants you to walk with him. Second 2 Peter, find it, chapter 1. And I believe it's 2 Peter 3 18, I believe it tells us to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what God's heart's desire is for you tonight. But you grow in the grace and look at First Peter or 2 Peter chapter 1. This is Peter that walked with Jesus. You remember Peter? He's the one who denied the Lord three times. He said, three times before the cock crow, you'll deny me or thrice. And I told him one time, I've always had this thought, I've never preached on Peter. But he lied, he denied, then he went and cried. Why? Because he belonged to Jesus. Do you remember that third time somewhere in the scriptures, I can't come off my mind, where, he said the Lord saw him. He was in Judge Mahal and he looked over at Peter that third time when he denied him and he saw it. Hey, child of God, if you are a child of God, if you continually can sin and it doesn't bother you, i check up. If you can do open sin and open rebuke and it doesn't bother you, there's something wrong. If you can be an open reproach and it doesn't bother you, there's something wrong. Notice he said in verse 1, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith. Remember that group in, in 17 there? Uh, verse with 11, he said there they was together one voice and he's asking for help. Now us as Christians, we're of one voice to have that precious faith like us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Christ Jesus. That's how we get it. Verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse three. According, here it is. You can't change yourself. You can't start a new program. You can't turn over a new leaf. It's divine. It's supernatural. I'm telling you, Alex, February 3rd, 1997. I ain't picking on you. I still love you, right? huh, huh. Brother, I still loved ankle Pigger. but February 3rd, 1997, there was a change that came in my life. Mama didn't tell me. the preacher didn't tell me, but the Holy Ghost showed me through the Spirit of God. I felt a spirit that I'd never felt before in my life when I called out to his name just like the little 15 year old girl did. And not every time somebody comes to the altar do I feel it. And it doesn't matter whether I feel it or not. But I'm glad God lets you feel it every once in a while. Like the brother talked about the release. When that little girl come this morning, I said, she's met him. She's met him. She's met him. Oh, she's met him. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Why? Because that Holy Ghost, it'll bear witness one another that we are the children of God. That precious faith it don't take me all day or all to figure out whether you saved or lost when we get to talking. Huh? Because there's some common denominators. And it better be the blood of Jesus, number one. Huh? But verse 3 said: according to his divine power, whose power? Jesus. That name we talked about this morning, that name it's above every name. That name, something happens when it's spoken. That name the world wants to do away with because no other name given under heaven. but men must be saved. Acts 4 and 12, in the name of Jesus. Philippians 2, he's given him a name which is above every name that every knee and every tongue is gonna to confess and bow to give God the glory. Uh, that name, oh, that name. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, say it with me, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, isn't it precious, Pastor? Isn't it precious? Uh, I'll tell you right now, man. I wouldn't give you for 10 worlds what I feel. (laughs) Oh, there's a closeness in God that you can feel. He's so real. He's so good. I'm telling you. Oh, what do you think the drug addict goes, gets that high? He says, Preacher, it's a euphoria. It's like fire running through your veins. The alcoholic, what do you think they go get that next drink? It's like fire running through their veins. Why does that promiscuous woman or man go to that next relationship? It's like fire running through your veins. Oh, but I tell you, the Holy Ghost, uh, when it gets a hold of you, oh, uh, it's far greater than that. Woo! Uh, uh, it uh, reminds me like old Pete isn't it over at Oak Glen, uh, Salvation come to his house, it changed him, didn't it? Huh? Sent revival to Oak Glen. Whoa! Only Jesus can do that, huh? Sometimes you need to look back, but don't stay there, Jack. Huh? you gonna tell him what I preached on the list or tomorrow at work? You know, what Brother Greg preached on. Sometimes you need to look back, but don't stay there, Jack. Look, according to his divine power, hath he given us all things according to pertaining unto life and godliness. You say you can't live right? Let me give you a prescription right here. You say you can't do it and you preached on this a few months back if you remember. Pertaining unto life and godliness. How do you do it, preacher? Oh, you gotta fall in love with him. You gotta fall in love with him. Oh, greater love hath no man than this than a man lay down his life for his friends. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, go back to your first love. That's what he told the church at Fifth Adelaide, didn't he? He said, I have somewhat against thee." Or are one of those churches in several places. might not be filled to death, but he said, I have somewhat against you. You've left your first love. Huh? What are you saying, preacher? It's kind of like you all sitting beside each other. You're dating, you're courting, you're feeling good. Yes, you may be the one down the road. Who knows? That's between you and God. Like, yeah, let's do that. But then you're here married. Let me see. Anybody here? You're about that far away from each other? Uh, yeah, like you two. Uh, I didn't tell you under the breath. I love you, brother. Uh, uh, but it's giving you an example. That's how we are spiritually. You first get saved, you get born again, you get that fire in your veins. That Holy Ghost that John talked about said when He comes, He'll baptize you with fire and the Holy Ghost. Yes. We won't tell everybody. We say saying preachers used to say, we'll charge hell with a water pistol. Somewhere we let things, problems, circumstances, and even unconfessed sin hinder our walk with Christ. Then here comes doubt, confusion. Come on, let's be real. And what the thought of man. You read a good scripture. When we're first saved, we're going to charge hell with a water pistol. But then we let all this other stuff come against us. Because I'm telling you, it's not going to be easy that's why I say in here give all you got yeah. in here get filled up yeah. worship him I'm not saying you can't worship him at home you can't worship him on the job You can't. but I'm telling you there's something about being in his house because yeah, I like online services but it ain't nowhere near like being in the service yeah, right. it ain't nowhere near nowhere. <laughs> somewhere along the way we lose our love but you know what sister Ravonda he don't lose his love Oh, he loves me as much as he did when he first saved me. Oh, when I think about that, i got to turn back and say, thank you, Lord. Uh, uh, He loves me. He's never not loved me. He's always loved me. He loves you tonight, child of God. He loves you, lost man and woman. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, he loves you. And it's not his will that you perish and go to hell, but it's his will that you should come to repentance and die out to self and come alive into him. Uh, We said, according to his divine power, he hath given us all things pertaining unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Wherefore are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises. You can take them to the bank. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost in this. Uh, Anything that you pray or want or you need, if it's to bring number one honor and glory to God, he said he would not hold any good thing with them that walk upright. Yeah. Huh? But he said that, that by these, that you might be what? Say it with me. Partakers. Partakers of the divine nature. And We quoted, I already quoted it to you, and I think Pastor quoted this morning, 2 Corinthians 7, 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Yeah. Do you remember that experience? Do you remember it? The day you got saved? It wasn't because you shed a tear. It wasn't because you just said a prayer. It's because you made contact with heaven. And you were sincere and you became with a contrite and a broken heart and a repentant spirit and you transformed. And from that day forward, you knew you wasn't your own no more. You've been bought by a price and you've been changed. And when you go back and try to do the things that you used to do, now the chastening hand of God will come. Now conviction will come. Now guilt will come. You can't enjoy There's only pleasure in sin for a season. For a little while. It was I think what we were talking about in Sunday school. Yes, there's nothing wrong with fishing, hunting, doing these things in this world, or whatever, vacation time, doing whatever you want. That's, that's fine. It's that's great. But if you put all that before God and never make time for God, that's when it becomes your God. That's and right. that's when it's wrong. Amen. Because uh, Brother West was talking about getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go hunting. 4.30, wasn't it? Go hunting. But how many of us would get up at 4.30 just to read His Word? Huh-huh. Oh, me, hey, I'm going to say myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just as guilty as the rest of you. Huh? But here, who are partakers of divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, and beside this, giving all diligence, or heed, add to your faith, after you get saved, that faith that took you to be saved, add virtue, or or wisdom, or or uh, moral living, and to virtue, knowledge. Oh, yeah. Knowledge about God and the things of God, study to show thyself approved. That's just you, preacher. No. That's for every one of us. All you young people that's saved, all us middle aged people that are saved, all these that are mature age. You've got to keep reading, you've got to keep studying. Because you know why? There's doctrines and devils going on around, there's seducing spirits that are going around, they're trying to infiltrate the church and tried us to get us to compromise. Love is love, that's right, but it's God's love and God's way. Yeah. Huh? But he said there, to your knowledge, temperance, or self-control. And to temperaments, patience, or endurance. And into endurance, godliness. And that godliness, you know what that is? That's a reverence of God. Just don't come in this church anyway. you think you ought to. Right. You don't deserve nothing from God. Disclaim it and just grab it and all this bunch of garbage. You got to humble yourself before God. Realize who He is. And if He doesn't give you what you ask, He's still God. That's right. And that's easy preaching, but that's hard living. Because for 10 long years I've prayed a prayer and God knows it. He knows it. This preacher knows it. I've prayed for 10 long years. And this week, God answered it for me. Woo! I'll shout for all of you, bless God. Woo! God's been good to me. God's been good to me. Oh, he, my God, I feel like getting in those pews. Huh? Oh, Sister Frida, he's answered it better than I have wanted it. Oh, but I'm telling you, in this 10 years, Jason, I've doubted. I've got angry at God. I've got mad at God. And I've said he doesn't care. But you know what he told me, Frida? I need to look back. I need to look back. Sometimes you need to look back. Oh, he's been so good to me. And yes, those times that I felt angry and those times I felt mad, you know what he did? He let me pout. Then he let me come repent. He didn't change. It was me that wouldn't need to be. Uh, you ever, y'all ever that way? Am I the only one preaching to myself? huh? I know none of these men ever have a hissy fit in front of their wives when they don't get their way. huh? And I'm sure none of you women are not too pleasant when you don't get your way either, right? Huh? But I'm telling you, I can say this with all sincerity, God is good. God is good. I'm telling you no matter the season of your life, whether it's dark, and there's no light Isaiah said, he said, stay upon your God. My God, don't anybody feel that? Oh, if it's dark, still stay upon your God. He's still worthy. You may not be feeling him. The goosebumps may not be coming, but I'm telling you, he's still there. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll go with you. Man, I just almost wish he'd kill me tonight, Mark. I'm feeling so good tonight. I just thought I'd rather go up there. huh? I love you, wife, but I'll wait on you at the river. Uh, uh, I love you, Brayden, but if you could feel what I feel, son, I'd say meet dad at the river. Uh, but it ain't just me, Chris. Every one of y'all could have this. Drown out of God, he'll draw out of you. Amen. He will. He will. Oh my goodness. Let me finish this up. Somebody said let's go. Amen. I've always said the harder you pray, the faster I preach, somebody's quit praying. But he said there to godliness or a godly reverence, do you still stand in awe of God? Is grace still amazing or is it just no grace? Brotherly kindness. Kindness having love one for another, caring for one another. And lastly, when you get come to that level, you'll have charity. You'll have a love that passes all understanding. Because yes. uh, we talked about different things in Sunday school today, about different people and different aspects of life, but when you can look at someone and don't see what they are on the outside, but see a soul, that's when you've passed into the realm of Jesus. I'm serious. I give you that long list, but every one of us was something on that list. I'm not here to beat you over the head. I'm not here to throw you out. I'm here to tell you there's a God of God that can save you and transform you and change. Because if you're not willing to change, and not willing to repent, you'll go to a devil's hell. And it's not His will. It's not His will. He give the best. He give heaven's best. He give heaven's best. So verse eight. If these things be in you, and they abound, or they're working in you. This shall make you neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But all that list that we give you, if you lack these things, you're spiritually blind, cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged or cleansed from his old sins. Oh, don't get in that shape. Don't get backslid on God. Uh, Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligent or heed to make your calling and your election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fall. You should never fall. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let me finish this up, I promise you. For so an inherit entrance, so shall minister unto the abundantly and the everlasting kingdom of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. Wherefore, this is Peter, I will not put you into always into remembrance. He's saying, Go back. Go back in remembrance of these things that you may know them. Not only remember what you came from, no matter what he's done for you and where you're going, and he said there. Remember these things that you shall know them and be established in the presence truth. Oh, what is truth? The word of God. That's what you'll be established in. On the solid rock you'll stand. Amen. Yea, that I think it's meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir up you by putting you into remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle, that I'm getting ready to die. And we know this, that Peter died on a modern upside-down cross. And he said, even as our Lord Jesus has shown me, what an example we have.